Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the call. Um, thank you for joining us today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, June 12, 2020. And I am your host, Renata. We'll just open up in prayer and we'll go from there. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you thanking you, Lord, asking you to move in our lives, asking you to move on this call, Lord, asking you to be bring peace upon this land, Lord. This world is in disarray, Lord God, but I know that your spirit is moving through the land, Lord, and moving through your people, Lord. I ask you to bring your people forward, Lord. The the, the enemy wants us to think that he dominates this world, that Everyone in this world is an agent for the devil, Lord, but you have people working on your behalf, Lord. And I ask you to bring them forward, Lord, to bring peace, to bring ministry to this world, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for the victory. I ask you to bless each and every single person who you have led to this call today, Lord. Help them through their struggles. Help them through their difficulties, Lord. We know that you are in control of everything, Lord God. And I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for moving on this call today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have a scripture. And the scripture is uh, Psalms 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the, uh, excuse me, of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate. In his law does he does he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Brothers and sisters, we do not have to worry about the ungodly people in this world doing what they do. Because this scripture, verse 6, tells us, The way of the ungodly shall perish. And that's what's going to happen to them in the end. We just have to stay steadfast and unmovable. God will do the rest. And I know that's hard sometimes when when you especially when you're a targeted individual and you have everybody doing what they're doing, you have direct energy hitting, you have voices in your head, you have all this devilish stuff going on. But we have to just stay steadfast. Stay steadfast because judgment day is coming and it's very near. It's very near. I think we can tell. We see the signs of the times. It's very near. So just stay stay steadfast. And if you want to read this on your own, it is Psalms 1 through 6. Amen. I should have said Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Okay. Amen. All right, so I am not feeling 100% today, you guys. So if this call is short, that would be fine by me because I am aching all over my body. I believe it's arthritis. I have arthritis, but it doesn't normally act up like this in the summer. But I am very much um, aching. I'm going to look for my medicine. My doctor gave me medicine for this years ago, but I never take it. But today will be one of those days I'm going to look for it. Because I am not feeling well. I just feel like I need to lay down. Um, let's see. So welcome to the call, everyone. If you are new to the call, please press star two so we can say hello to you. You do not have to speak. I would just like to 
acknowledge you and say hello. Um, and welcome to everyone to the call. And I thank you guys for coming. I hope that, um, that this call exceeds your expectations. I hope that you get blessed while you're here. I hope you get encouraged. Um, I hope something is said to keep you moving forward. Um, I hope you contribute to the call, that you um, say whatever is on your mind. This is our platform. Everybody gets to speak. If you desi de desire to speak, you can pretty much talk about anything you want to. Um, before I forget, next Sunday there will be no call. It is Father's Day. I plan to spend it with my husband. Uh, things here are still closed down due to the coronavirus, but cities around us, there are different things opening up, department stores and things, but not our particular city. So hopefully things are opened up by next week so I can take them to dinner or a movie or something. The things that we would normally do um, on Father's Day. But for now, everything's still closed. Our churches, restaurants, everything is still closed, except the grocery stores. So no call next Sunday. And if you are a father, um, I pray that you have a very happy Father's Day. If I forget to say that by the end of the call, I hope that you have a very happy Father's Day next week. Um, if you have a father, I pray that you will acknowledge your father and do something special for him. Um, you know, call him. Take him out, cook for him, do something nice for your dad. Okay. And if you are a father and have children, I hope that you are around your children next week. Okay. Anything else? So don't forget, no call next week, you guys. A couple of more um, police killings. One is questionable that we need to talk about. One is um, Rashard Brooks. He was killed at the Burger King in Atlanta by the police. I'm not really up on this full story yet, but I think he did have a taser. Did he pick up the taser or something? Let me see. Let's see. Guys. Let's read this. I think he picked up a taser. Um, you know, you can't really do that. Or I think he, he got the taser off of the, the officer. Um, but people are still protesting because they said he was walking away with the taser when they shot him. So let's just read this article because uh, because they burned down the whole Burger King. Been a lot of protests uh, surrounding this. And a lot of things happening in Atlanta lately. Okay. This is CNN. It says the DA criticizes Atlanta police killing of Rayshard Brooks and says charges could come this week. The Fullerton County District Attorney criticized the police officer's handling of the fatal shooting of Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta on Friday and said that a decision on whether to bring charges could come around Wednesday. Brooks did not seem to present any kind of threat to anyone. And so the fact that it would escalate to his death just seems unreasonable, D.A. Paul Howard told CNN's Frederica Whitfield on Sunday. It just seems like this is not the kind of conversation and incident that should have led to someone's death. Brooks, 27, was shot dead by an officer Friday night at a, Wendy, a Wendy's drive-thru in the city after police moved to handcuff him for suspecting uh, for suspected driving under the influence, according to videos from the scene. Video shows that Brooks took an officer's taser during the attempted arrest and then fired the tasers at the officers as he ran away. Okay, well, that I hate to say it, but something like that will get you killed. But, you know, my thing is, I think that police, when they shoot, they should not always shoot to kill. You know, shoot the disabled person, shoot them in the leg, shoot them in the foot, shoot them in the arm. But no, they, they always want to kill them. Okay, one officer then fatally shot Brooks three times with his service weapons, the authority said. The killing has had rapid repercussions in Atlanta, one of many cities where protesters have called for an end to police violence. Hold on. Probably sometime around Wednesday, we will be making a decision in this case. When I saw that. Yeah, the video started playing. Sorry, you guys. Let me mute the video. Okay. 
Um, the killing has had rapid repercussions in Atlanta, one of many cities where protesters have called for an end to police violence and racism in the wake of the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The officer who shot Brooks was fired and police chief Erica Shields resigned as ex, uh, expirated uh, protesters have called for justice. So the police chief has resigned, you guys. Um, on Saturday, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottom says she did not believe Brooks' death was a justified use of deadly force. While there may be debate as to whether this was an appropriate use of deadly force, I firmly believe that there is a distinction between what you can do and what you should do, Bottom said. Garrett Roth, the officer who killed Brooks, was terminated Saturday, police said, and a second officer uh, involved in the killing, Devin Brasson, was placed on administrative duty. Roth was hired in 2013, and Bronson has been with the department since 2018. Howard, uh, the district attorney, said the possible charges could include murder, felon, felony murder of manslaughter. Okay, so... I'll put the link in the chat room if you guys want to read this. His This uh, person who died, he was 27 years old, I think they said. And his name was uh, Richard. Who is his full name? Let's see. I just said, Richard Brooks. Okay, so that's one. We can talk about that if you guys want to. Let me put this in the chat room. Lots of police killing a black man. It's very disturbing. It really is. Okay, now here's another one that I'm really going to follow closely. <clears throat> this one. Actually, there's two. Um, authorities investigating two separate deaths of black men found hanging in California. Now, these two, two men, two different times, um, were found hung in Southern California, you guys. Okay. As the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department launched an investigation into the hanging death of a black man in Palmdale, I think we have a TI that lives down in Palmdale, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department said on Saturday there were no indications of foul play in the hanging death of another black man in Victorville last month. Palmdale is about 60 miles northeast of downtown Los Angeles. Victorville is 50 miles east of Palmdale. San Bernardino Sheriff's Department spokeswoman Jody Miller said deputies responded around 7 a.m. on May 31st to a report of a man who hanged himself near a homeless encampment in Victorville. He was later identified as 38-year-old Malcolm Harsh. A death investigation is being conducted. Miller wrote in an email to the Desert Sun. There were no indications at the scene that suggest foul play. The cause and manner of death are pending. Rashard Brooks, um, Atlanta police chief steps down, police clash with the protest. Okay. In a statement, Harsh's family said they were concerned that the investigation was taking a long time and said they regarded his death as suspicious. He didn't even seem to be depressed to anyone who truly knew him, the family said. Everyone who knew our brother was shocked to hear that he had allegedly hung himself and don't believe it to be true, as well as the people who were there when his body was discovered. The explanation of suicide does not seem plausible, the family added. According to the family, a deputy called to confirm the death as a USB cord um, was used in the hanging. The sheriff's department did not provide more detail about the incident. In a statement, Harsh's family said his body was found hanging from a tree. There was blood on his shirt, but there didn't appear to be any physical implications at the scene to suggest there was a struggle or any visible open wounds at the time, the family said. More than 1,500 people have signed an online petition requesting that the Sheriff's Department in cities of Victorville and San Bernardino to conduct an investigation into his death. There are many ways to die, but considering the current racial tension, a black man hanging himself from a tree definitely doesn't sit well with us right now, the family said. We want justice. On the same day Harsh was found, a Victorville rally uh, drew dozens of people protesting George Floyd's death and other controversies. 
of killings. Authorities are investigating the death of a 24-year-old. This is the, late, the latest one. 24-year-old Robert Fuller, a black man hanging from a tree near City Hall, which they originally described as an apparent suicide that prompted concern and outrage. A passer, passerby reported seeing uh, Fuller's body around 3 a.m. Wednesday. Emergency personnel responded and found that uh, that he appeared to have died by suicide. Fuller's death have generated intense scrutiny, especially after nationwide protests rebuking the police killing of Floyd. On Saturday, hundreds of protesters took to the streets of Palmdale, a city of 150,000, marching from the park where Fuller's body was found to the sheriff's station. Many carry signs that said justice for Robert Fuller. More than 100,000 people signed an online petition demanding a full investigation into Fuller's death. Okay, so basically you have two black men that lived about 50 miles apart. Both were found hanging from a tree. Both the uh, police came to the very quick conclusion that they had each um, hung themselves and committed suicide. Many people are saying that these appear to be lynchings. Um, with the second one, the young man, 24 years old, I, I just can't see why a person would go near City Hall to hang themselves. If you're suicidal, you're going to do it wherever you are. Now, the other person, it seems like he was homeless. So if he did it himself, then it would make sense that he did it outside. I don't know that he did it himself, but it's just not making sense. Um, there have been there have been, or it appears that there have been efforts to um, to start race wars for years, and uh, I personally think that it's beginning to happen. That we are starting to have a race war. We keep um, hearing about these uh, women, these uh, women who appear to be privileged white women or think that they have privilege, white women doing all sort of racial things, and they're dubbing them Karens. They're calling all of them Karens. Um, and then they showed one the other day in Southern California, again, Southern California, where these two gentlemen were hung. Um, she was a white lady, and she was in the park, an older white lady, and she was in the park and uh, walking down the stairs, and an Asian lady was exercising, and she went, when I tell you she went off on that lady, she went off, called her every kind of name you could think of, cursed her out, told her her family was going to F her up, um, and when they showed that, on, we went viral, and they showed it on the news, and then other people started coming forward saying that that same white woman had hit them had called them names. She seems to have something against Asians. Um, and then you have the other lady, they're calling her Karen too. She was uh, in the gas station going off on this lady because she wanted uh, to get help on pump number two or whatever pump real quick, you know, and the lady was like, you know, I'm being helped. So she started calling her names, telling her to go back to her country. So my point is, it seems like racial tensions are really high right now um, in America. And uh, and I want to know your thoughts on that. Do you think that there's a lot of racism going on right now? You know, especially with all this stuff with the police. Um, there are, are efforts to defund the police all over the world. So these are the questions of the day. Um, there's worldwide calls to defund the police departments. They want to basically tear them all down and build them back up in a better manner. Um, do you think we need a police force? Because if we don't have that, then they'll probably send in military. I mean, we have to have some sort of law enforcement, I would think. All right, star two. If you would like to speak, star two. You can talk about anything you like. Hello. Hi, Renata. Hey, Jackie, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Of course, you know, this targeting stuff is, is outrageous. Um, yeah. I wanted to say um, that a lot of this um, stuff that's going on has been going on for years. Um, my mom was brought up in a little 
town in Alabama called Goodwater, and um, we had an uncle who, uh, you know, of course they always, you know, get us for any old thing back in the day, and it seems like we're we're going back there, or it's a lot of stuff that's coming forth that's been done for centuries. Um, he was supposedly um, went on a date with, um, well, the lady was real light-skinned, but people saw her and they thought she he was with a white woman. And uh, they found him beat up or something my mom said, and my mom was trying to, was saying that the lady wasn't white. She was black, but she just looked white. Mm-hmm. And it's just anything, anything, you know, it, it's just, you know, when people have their minds made up, they want to do something to somebody for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. People will just want to feel like they're superior. You know, they're better than this person, better than that person. Let it all be told. Civilization begun in the, in the Garden of Eden, and Adam and Eve were black. <laughs> right. So there is no right. pure race. There just isn't. I'm sorry to bust some people's bubble, but your great, 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 great grandma, grandpa, whatever was black. There's just space. <laughs> There's proof, you know, that where the, where the Garden of Eden is. So we should just, even though, <laughs> even though we don't, um, we don't understand a lot of things about race, racial prejudice. And I mean the same thing with there's some black people this 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 race this prejudice because of what they've had to see in their lifetime, but you know we're there's no pure race we're all mixed with something, and right. we, we just we just gotta get over it. You know a lot of uh, black people migrated to the hills to get away from slavery. I mean my grandmother I seen pictures of her my mom them said she's full blooded Blackfeet Indian. We, I mean, we're mm-hmm. all mixed with everything. We're mixed with everything. We are. We just don't, you know. And it's just, I saw pictures of people. I'm like, who was this? Who was that? You know, you know, they look like this and they look like that. You know, it's we just we're just mixed, and we just got to get over it. But there's this world just does not want to face the fact that there is no pure race. There just isn't. Um, Especially for black people, it goes all the way back to slavery. Right. Even, yeah. You know, the master's sons, uh, my grandmother was telling me, uh, you know, and that ain't been that long ago. You know, they could have their pick and choose, and the mama and the daddy didn't care when they was going through puberty. You just had the baby, did whatever you was, you was out there, you know, they gave you a day or, or so, uh, to get it together, and then you had that baby on your back, and you was back out there. That's just how it was. They got used to it. And my grandmother told me that a lot of women passed away in childbirth because they were having babies at 10, 11, and 12. They were having babies young. Mm. But that's just the way it was, you know. And um, we just got to get over a lot of things. That's just how it is. And um, it's, it's not fair. Um, to not allow someone to have their uh, rights, you know, to be able to go and do what they want to do, just like they're doing to targeted individuals. That is just absolutely horrible. Um, my son had, had um, finally got it. He'd, he'd been here for a year, got him a job, and got his own apartment and everything. And me and my husband sweated through that. And uh, he, he said, Mom, you know, I'm going to give you some money. So I went shopping. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, when I went shopping, though they were mad, I could see it on their face. They were taking pictures of the stuff in my basket. They was just, oh, you know, wow. uh, one woman, um, she was trying to, uh, kept trying to get in back of me. And I was like, no, honey, you go ahead and go. I'm still looking. You know how they have stuff in the aisleways. And she would get in, uh, in back of me, and I would move in back of her. And then she would get in back of me, and I'm moving back. I just, they, these people actually think we're stupid. 
We're dumb. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want to do to us. We don't have a. We, we're not going to say anything, and we're not going to do anything. But that devil is a lock on the pit of hell. I know that woman. I made that woman so mad that because I wasn't going to mm-hmm. let her just railroad me. You know, mm-hmm. she just almost, mm-hmm. I was almost almost shaking. She, she was almost shaking. That's how evil, absolutely evil these people are. And um, I remember when I had talked to an attorney, he told me, whatever you do, don't ever allow these people to to think you're afraid of them. He said, because once they know that you're afraid of them, he said, you're easy prey. But you look at them right dead straight in their face. You know, don't, don't shun from them. Let them know that they're violating your civil rights and you have a right to, to do what as you please as long as you're not harming anybody. And I, I have never forgotten that. And I turned around and looked that woman right dead in her face. I looked her up and down. I had my, she's taking pictures of me and I was taking pictures of her. <laughs> That's I mean, right. it's just, yeah. it's, it, I mean, it's just, some of this stuff is just absolutely ridiculous. And, um, you know, they follow me all, and then, then they got the kids in on it. The, the children are hating. You can see it in their eyes. They tell them all kinds of stuff. We're, we're child molesters. We're the, but the, they should think about this. If we had done anything wrong, we would be in jail. Do you actually think that they're going to let us get away with anything? Well, we really need you all to help us police because we want to keep our cities clean of, of these uh this person or that person, you know, you go to the store or whatever, and they run in the back and tell a bunch of lies to the people. You know, people come out stalking you too and staring at you and whatever else they do. And I just ignore that because I don't care that much about the stalking. The thing that gets on my nerves is when they hit you with them weapons. <laughs> then she's standing yeah. behind me with that phone. You know, they say they go behind the back of your head and, and do something so they can put it in the phone so they can put you on the supercomputer. I never forgot that. I don't let them get behind me. And I told I told yeah. that lady, I said, I said, ma'am, I think you're supposed to be social distancing. You're kind of close to me. <laughs> you know. Right. They, it's, 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 it's just totally ridiculous um, the way that this country is going. And I'm glad that people are standing up and speaking out. It's overdue pastime. Um, it's just, it's just not. And my husband told me, he said that man and that woman then killed them kids. <laughs> he said that months ago, they found them kids buried in the stepdad's yard. Oh, you talking about them kids? Yeah, I knew they were dead. I just didn't know, you know, like where they had buried them and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, they tell me they just disappeared and everything, and I um, and it's just it's just a shame. And they said that he was into some kind of devil worship or something. That the the stepdad, yeah, and the mom, she was one of them yes yes women. They just let him run roughshod all over her and and her children, and and she ended up. Um, where her children did when she should have went to the police. She sure should have. I was wondering what took them so long to arrest them, but they finally arrested them, huh? Yeah, well, they had been getting evidence on them. They, they They knew that something wasn't right. But, you know, they got to make them think, you know, they're going to get away with it before they, um, they do anything to them. But um, I just wanted to say one other thing. A lot of TIs think that these people know everything. They think that they can do anything to us. They, you know, they be on Facebook talking about they using black magic. I said, you better uh, rebuke that devil in the name of Jesus. I turned around. I said, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. I don't care if you don't believe it or not. The blood is against you. <laughs> Her eyes uh-huh. got big without her. I kid you not. She was not expecting. You cannot react the way that they want you to. They want you cussing. They want you fussing. They want you acting crazy. But I thought That's about cool. the word of God when it says that the Satan trembles at the sound of that name. So That's they, right. they're full of Satan. So all you got to do is just say anything to do with Jesus. 
you know, Satan trembled. And you just said, I said, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. You know, they all start swarming all up in the store. You know, this one had enough nerve, you know, to get to look all huffy and puffy at me because I turned around and, and, and I wasn't allowing them. I shopped. I got what I wanted to get. You know, I took my time. I don't care how many of them coming in. I, I was thinking, uh, I think that's Queen Esther, Esther that said, um, if I perish, let me perish. But mm-hmm. I must see the king. Whatever you're going to do, go ahead on and be big enough to do what you got to do because I'm going to live my life. Okay? There you go. <laughs> that's good. That's the conclusion we all need to come to. That's very good. Yeah, I, I got my mind made up. Now, I'm going to live my life, do whatever you think you big enough to do. I'm in God's hands and whatever happened to me. And when I finally got to that place where I'm not allowing them to scare me, because I used to be scared, but I'm not scared anymore. I ask God every day not to allow me to be scared of them. I think it was Paul Revere that said there's nothing to fear but fear itself. I'm not mm-hmm. going to let them steal my life anymore. I'm going to go where I want to go and do what I want to do. For you. That's very good, though. I'm so glad you came to that conclusion. I remember when I came to that conclusion, I had got to the point where I was mad about it. I'm like, uh-uh, these people are not going to control me in silence. Like, they rarely say anything to you. So they're not. So that means I'm just giving in to all these subtle threats and manipulation and say, uh-uh. So good. I'm glad you feel that way. The TI that told me, she's like, she's like Jackie. They know everything. I said, no, they don't. Uh-uh. They had, they were trying to had people following in behind me, trying to find out what I was had in front of me, covering me to keep me them from hitting me with that stuff when I was going shopping. So if they know everything, then um, why they got people spying on me? Right. You know, they want so, to so think I, they know everything. And they, you know, they, I have to say they do know more than what they should know about you, but they don't know everything. No, they don't know everything. They know some things and, and, and whatever else that they think that, that they big enough to do, you know, we're in God's hands, you know, and that's true. I'm not, I'm not going to allow them steal my joy anymore i was laughing oh they couldn't stand it you know having a good time and everything you you can't allow them to steal your joy you can't allow them to steal your life you're in god's hands i'm gonna leave it at that and let somebody else talk amen thank you you're welcome thank you Okay, put you on hold. Star two, if you would like to speak, star two. Hello. Hi, Renata. Hey, Lauren. Hello? How are you? Hi. I'm okay. How are you? I'm a little tired. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay then. Um, just wanted to check in and see how you guys are doing. Our world is crazy. Do you know the last shooting is in Palmdale, where I moved to, Renata, like two weeks ago? I just said that. You weren't here yet. I said, I didn't say your name. I said one of the TIs uh, lives in Palmdale. Uh I just read read an article about everything that's going on down there. So is it close to your house? Protests? Well, well, the protesters, there was like two accidents yesterday. And really, I'll just say it quick because I don't want to intrude. Lillian, uh, they may cost her not to be able to see. She couldn't walk. She needs two hip replacements. And in a nutshell, I was dropping Lillian off at the Palmdale Hospital yesterday. Coming back, I met the protesters and the accident. I had to maneuver and wait and wait. to You know, you don't want to hit them, of course. But it's a mess, Renata. And that's when I found out about his, uh, what's his name, Robert? And I think of his last name. It'll come to me. That's when someone told me. They kept shouting his name. And I said, oh, my God, that's somebody else. And uh, it's a mess. And now they're near so the... Uh, oh, that's the young man that was hanging by City Hall, right? That, that is correct. Well, actually, by City Hall and kind of across the street, as they go into details, from a fire station. And it, was, it happened on the 10th of June. He was only 24. And then when I moved from Lancaster, 
On the 11th, Renata, the next day, a 62-year-old man was shot dead in the back. Officer mm. Sheriff, Lancaster Sheriff. So things are bubbling over. It's over 90 degrees. Uh, tensions are high. I'm at the store right now worried about Lillian. That's another thing because anyone ill, you, they, you can't go to the hospital. Okay. So, you know, they, they won't let you in. So it's really weird. And um, uh, later tonight, uh, just because um, some things that I this time saw a different way with the protesting that were, it kind of worries me, but we're doing a sort of um, prayer call later tonight for, you know, we talked about it last night as well as um, uh, going into what's funding and fueling this. Some things are just bothering me. And looking into other other you know, answers. Because I feel like something's controlled here. I don't know what it is, but it's horrible. Yeah, it, you know, it really so. yeah, Things are really getting out of control here in America. Uh, way, way out of control. So if you or any of your uh, guests like to listen and drop on in, you guys are sure welcome. It's a combination, political, you know, understanding some things, as well as, um, you know, Really saying prayers for all of those around us because all of us are in the, and things are bad. We're, and as TIs, we need to be more versed and understand, you know, what's going on. It's very sad. What time very does your sad. call start tonight? Uh, we're going to start a little bit earlier because I want to get a call from Lily. And we're going to start at, at uh, 5 o'clock. Pacific time, eight o'clock, just an hour earlier, and I'll give you the playback number if you guys want to call back and listen to it afterwards, and we'll do it. Uh, when I saw those accidents, Renata, and and the crowd up close to the crowd, it's mixed. I have no reason to lie to you. Some are passionate about the belief. Some are, without a doubt, agent provocateurs. Everyone looks yep. like a bank robber because we have to wear a mask, but look at their eyes. Their eyes are like perps, the ones that are, are there for other reasons. Mm-hmm. I said it. I said it. They're, they're, they're mixed. If you, they don't scan the crowds as they should because if you look and see their eyes, some people obviously don't belong there. If you know what I mean? They look like an oddball out. And you know Frowning. That, that- some of these uh, radical groups send in these provocateurs, but the FBI also sends them in. They burned down the Walmart around here. Oh, no. They burned yeah. something else down here. I don't know what it is. And then the city is on lockdown. A lot of the streets are closed up. I'm just trying to learn this town. They, they'll only let you go to the curbside for the hospital. Are you, do you hear me? They won't let you even halfway in the doorway. They talk to you in your car, Renata. In your car. And that's terrible. And, I, and, and the patient, if the patient has to be admitted, they have to be in there alone, right? Exactly. That's as far as I, he said, Don't you can't come out of your car. We'll get a wheelchair for Lily. And it felt like as if it was spiritual. Am I handing my sister over to strangers? I'm scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, but yet I don't know what to do because, you know, now she can see a little bit better. They play, they're playing games with... I don't know, but then the mix with the didn't see the crowd. Well, close. I had no choice but to really look at them. The crowd is not what we think it is. It's mixed. And then the ones are, that are chanting it, they're so busy chanting and focusing on the rights. I don't think sometimes they even look at each other. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? They said, they said Antifa is in there a lot in these protests. It, they look angry. Angry mm-hmm. eyes, their hands were folded, holding no sign, uh, frowning and grimacing through their eyes, even at the uh, motor. And it's something with, not that she'd be all friendly, but they didn't look like the rest of the group. They do stick out. Yeah. Well, and be it's safe. well funded. I, I will. I'm telling all of you to be safe. You know what I mean? Protests coming to a town near you, okay? And everyone yeah, stay I, healthy. Paul <laughs> probably has experience uh, protests in your areas because it's it's pretty much worldwide. Uh, yes, it is. It is, and very coordinated. And we know what you know. Coordinated means well funded. You know what I mean? Very, right. very coordinated. Uh, some of the signs were definitely very professional. They weren't handwritten signs. They said that cost money to do the signage. Some of I them really, in there. I really believe um, Atlanta, when Atlanta had just reopened after, you know, this whole quarantine thing, Atlanta just reopened, what, week before last, 
And they came through there and tore up all those small businesses. I think all of that was staged because they want these small businesses to go under anyway. And I think somebody was mad that they had began to reopen, burned them down, vandalized them, just just destructive, terrible. Yeah, it is. I've never seen uh, such a diversity in a group. I've never been that up and close. I don't think to any protest lot like that where I see all their face and I saw them, their faces. I said, "Oh no, some of these people. Oh no, they're." You could tell in the eyes. I'm, I'm here tolerating this, not celebrating it. It's, it's in the body language. It's everything. We, we and see a lot it in part. Protesters aren't even from there. They're not from there. They came no. in. They came in by bus, train, plane. To tear up your yeah. town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and this is not cool. This is not not cool. And to mix everybody up like that, you, you're gonna blame, you know, as a whole, and that's not what's going on at all. You know, but it's frightening. And it's frightening to be stuck in your car with that multitude of bodies around. That's frightening, actually. Kinda intimidating. It yeah. is. Oh, so, uh, so let's put it this way, how your 10-minute drive took about 45 minutes to get home yesterday. I'll tell you that. Much. Oh, let me give you the call, and I'll, I'll let you go. Let me, and I don't want to take any more time. Uh, please, everyone's invited. Uh, it's 5 o'clock. Uh, it's uh, California time, which is 8 o'clock if you live on the East Coast. I'm on free conference call, and the phone number is 605-313-613. 5522 and the call is 701-277. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for allowing me. Please come and invite. We need prayers, information, knowledge is power, Renata. Trust me, there's, I think there's a, you know what, I'll, I'll leave it at this, everyone. Don't believe everything you see. There's factions working. Don't believe everything you see. Thank you, Renata. Thank you, Lauren. And stay safe out there, and I hope Lillian gets better. I hope so, too. I really hope so. Thank you, Renata. Okay. Star two, if you would like to speak. Star two. Hello, I'm trying to unmute you guys in the order I saw you come in. Okay, so please be patient. Hello, hello, seven oh eight. Sorry, I was on mute. Hey, Renata, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, Nicole. How are you? I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Um, I just wanted to give a couple of updates on some stuff I've just seen in the media. So. Okay. Targeting, there's been a lot of um, interviews and exposure in mainstream media. So um, there was an interview from Bill Benny on the 700 Club, and mm -hmm. that's not totally mainstream, but it's shown on network. It's, it's aired on network television, so it's viewed by, you know, millions and millions of people around the world. Right. And so he pretty much... Um, he pretty much talked about sort of the surveillance that's been misused. And mm -hmm. then he went into a little bit about how that surveillance has been used on just the regular Americans. So he didn't get into targeting as much, but he mm -hmm. did talk about how it's being misused and how that misuse of surveillance trickles down into the general population. And then he talked a little bit about some of the, the technology that's being used. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone on the 700 Club was just, like, blown away. Like, they were like, we can't even believe this is happening. Like, we can't, like, we heard it from Edward Snowden, but we, uh, like, we didn't even know something like this existed. And so there was also another video on, I think it's a channel called RT America. I'm not sure what RT America stands for. I just saw it on Facebook. But they were talking about the same thing. But no, I believe I that is a RT. Excuse me, if I'm not mistaken, I think RT is Russian television. I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I I know it's 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 like a, a mainstream type media channel. Yeah. Um, and it like has a lot of exposure. Um, mm -hmm. so it was the same type of interview that was on that channel, and then um, 
the UN um, task force on the cyber torture. So apparently there's been a lot of progress with their research and their exposure to that. So they're, um, they're in the process of um, interviewing people that are being targeted. So they have oh. um, documentation on their website. I can send it to you. Um, the website is cyber, C-Y-B-E-R, hyphen torture.com. Um, and I hope I hope this is like really legit because at some point I read something how the UN was actually involved in targeting people, and I don't know at what what because I, I know it's a big organization. Right. Um, but I just hope it's I hope it's all legit. But when you look at the website, you can see the evolution of when um, they first start identifying that they were hearing about people that were going through this. And then mm-hmm. they have been interviewing people. And now when it first started, he wasn't, um, he is the guy, um, what is his name? I'm trying to get back to the site. Nails, um, give me one second. The Special Rapporteur to Torture, on Torture. Um, Nils Meltzer, Professor Nils Meltzer. Um, so when they first start, when they coined the term cyber torture, um, they weren't using any of the words targeted individual. They weren't using any of the word brain research. So it was kind of vague. But I guess there's been more interviews with people who are saying that they're all experiencing the same thing. They're being, you know, it's covert targeting and torture. So right. the website has a little bit more information about some of the neuroweapon effects, um, the psychological systems. The and just just general the task force in terms of what they're looking to do going forward with their um with their investigation. So it seems like there's a little bit more coverage that's going on. Um, I just hope it progresses to this is like exposed more mainstream media because that's exactly what we need. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a U it's a E European Union, EU coalition against cyber torture, but I guess they are including Americans um in the actual interviews in terms of what their experiences has been with um they call it cybernetic technology and in in electronic abuse. Um so I just wanted to give an update on those those couple of things that I've seen over the last week, week or two with the target. Thank you. Um, I heard something about the Bill Benny one. I think I had started watching a video or something, but I didn't finish it. I'm going to try to try to uh, find that one. Yeah. I hope he's safe because he's been doing a lot of interviews and it seems like he is sharing more information than like other people ever have like even like edward snowden like i don't like edward shared a lot of information but this guy he's like Mm -hmm. he's like sharing a lot of information in terms of how that how the illegal surveillance trickles down and how it impacts and how it can be used to um to basically torture people so and and that's what and he's not always using the word torture but he's using He's telling enough information so that people know how it how people can be negatively impacted. I'll just say it that way. Um, I think after people like but, him, I mean, you know, he's risking his very life by exposing things, but I, but we need to know this stuff. So I thank God. Yeah. So I'll send you the link, um, and maybe you can read it over and share your thoughts on it. Okay. And you can pass it on to anyone who who may want to um, look at it and, and, and keep track of it, because that's what I've been doing. I've just been tracking it just to see the progress of it. Okay. Well, thank you for that. All right. Thanks, Renata. Have a okay. good day. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too, Nicole. I love Nicole. She's so sweet. Star two, if you'd like to speak. Star two. Hello. Hi, Renata and everybody. Hi, Donna. How uh, you doing? Hi. Um, well, I'm giving myself a pedicure. 
that's good. nice. Pampering yourself. Yep, gotta do it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, William Benny. He he's. Uh, I'm. I know he's targeted. You know, he's lost a lot. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't feel comfortable saying so many things, but um, he's a great man and. He's really putting his life out there. Um, I wanted to speak something about Antifa. Um, I have some people up in uh, the Arizona mountains, and um, up there they're very, very organized, and they pack guns. And they have a trunk store up there in in this little area. Mm -hmm. And so... They closed down the store, and there was like about 14 of the citizens that had their guns strapped on, and I think they had some rifles, too. Mm. And uh, they were just standing there when the Antifa bus pulled up, and Antifa had been advertising that they were coming up there. Well, this one guy with a mask, he jumps out, takes one look and ran back to the bus and they were gone. Uh, This is what I believe needs to happen. People need to pull together the ones that can and make a presence to -hmm. protect. Uh, That's the only thing I see left to do. I mean, they didn't have to shoot. They didn't have to do anything just the presence of them being there and letting these jerks know right. that people are, let them just run right over them. So that to me was very, very encouraging. Um, I have one more thing to say. Okay. My, my daughter-in-law um, lost her father. He was 92 about um, three or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry and, to hear that. Yeah, and they live up there. And um, the mother got got ill last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had to take her to the hospital. Well, they stuck a ventilator and punctured her lung and killed her. What? Yes. Yes. And and, uh, my daughter-in-law has five brothers and they all came down with corona. The mom tested positive. What? Uh, Yeah, and my daughter-in-law, because she was around in the house, staying with her mother a lot, before she went to the hospital, she got quarantined for 14 days. So she couldn't see, couldn't leave the house. So she's in her deceased parents' house by herself. So her husband, my son, can go over there, but they have to distance. So I'm due for some more reports, but they have family that work in the medical, and um, they were agreeing that, well, I'm not saying everything they're agreeing on, but it's not good, and I'm wondering how it's going to go, because they are all involved in the medical up there. How, mu- how so, much longer does your daughter-in-law have on quarantine? Um, probably about at least six days. Oh. Wow. All of her brothers have it and they don't they don't live together, do they? They all no, no, they don't. They were all uh, going to see the mother. Pardon me? They were probably all going to the mother's house at one time or another, huh? Oh yes. Uh, they were all around the father's bed. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a big Catholic family, you know, and uh, they 
the, the parents were like a huge nucleus to some of the family. And I've seen how that goes, so it'll be interesting to see how things shift and what, what everybody does and such. I, I told them I'm praying it, it'll pull them all closer together. Um, so um, I have one more thing to report. Mm-hmm. Uh, called a friend in Ventura, where I'm from. And um, he said that there are lines, the markets are open, but there are lines out of every one of them. And they have it marked. You've probably already seen this in your town, Renata. I haven't been in a big town to see anything like that. So uh, they have it marked where you stand, and they have arrows going to everywhere that you will need to go. And yep. they're rationing not just the meat, they're rationing most all the food he said. Um, a, a lot of the mom and pop shops are just vanished, gone, closed. Yeah, and, that's what they want. And they won't be able to reopen. I would have been one of those. I would mm-hmm. I was self employed. Yeah. So, um, God works in mysterious ways. Um, so uh, the police, they, um, he said that they were stopping cars and one of the police slipped some tires of this person. Wow. And that was, yeah, that was kind of curious, you know. I know when I was in Ventura, uh, going out with a, a policeman, uh, I went out and my, my tires were slit. <laughs> Interesting. In front of his house. Yeah. Um, yeah, those those guys are uh they're they're not that they're not nice. So, um what else about Ventura? I was just totally in shock. Um, can't go on the beaches. I don't know if anybody's ever been down that way. It's it's a most gorgeous place. Um, and I, I'm surprised the surfers haven't band together and made some kind of a pact about protecting their waters. I don't know, but um, I have one more thing that's I'm trying to say. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, he thinks there are fires in the north north end of Ventura right now. I lived there for over half of my life, maybe three-fourths of my life. So uh, it's still dear to me. It's still you know, like my hometown. Yeah. Um, so I try to keep up, and, and I still have friends that live there in um, Florida. So um, he thinks that come wintertime, according to Deborah Tabaras and things that he studies, uh, that they're not going to have power. They're not going to have light, and he thinks that that's going to be the beginning of the California demise. Mm-hmm. So it's an opinion, and Deborah Tavares certainly promotes it. So I don't know. It's uh, I never thought I'd live to see this, all this. Uh. But that, that's my little newscast today, and thank you all for listening. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. You're not a- Put you on mute. Star two, if you'd like to speak. Hello. Hello. 
929. Okay, she probably walked away. She back on mute. Okay, if no one else has anything else to say, then we will end. I will find my arthritis medicine because <laughs> I am very much in pain. I never take that medicine. I don't even know where it is. That's how much pain I'm in. Uh, that I am willing to take it today. All of my joints have been hurting tremendously. And I don't know why, because normally this happens when it's cold or wet outside. But it's pretty warm here, but I am suffering. I have no idea what that medicine is, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to take it and lay back down. So um, remember, there is no call next Sunday because it is Father's Day. And hopefully things will open up around here and I'll be able to take my husband to dinner or a movie or something. If not, we'll have to figure something else out because nothing is open here except our grocery stores. Um, but other surrounding cities, they're, they're starting to open up. I don't know what's taking our county so long. Anyway, you guys be safe um, in your areas and I will talk to you guys two weeks from now. Okay, have a blessed couple of weeks, you guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.